0: Call me crazy if you want, but I've never really liked store-bought pasto. Is my current TikTok obsession. Um, a couple of weeks ago. It was the Stitch where. Um, I forget his name. But he was like. Uh, tell me about Stitch This. And tell me about a time. Where you linked up with somebody. Good or bad. But it was like memorable. And of course all of them were bad. But. Um, that. I don't even. That i don't know what to call it that stitch thread i don't know what they the youngins call it on on tiktok but i was watching it like back to back to back like i'm pretty sure i probably watched every stitch that was possibly stitched to that video because y'all stories are so interesting to me that i i literally just scroll and play the next one like i'm listening to a podcast (laughs) And so, um, I must say though that the um, the ones about um, Susie with the pesto, those stories are a bit crazier because she's kind of giving you know people free range. And I'm trying to think of the most memorable ones that I have watched. Um, Well, one that I do remember, and I don't think is memorable in the sense that it was like surprising because stuff like this does happen quite often but it was this guy that came um into a sorry let me start let me give you context the person telling a story was a woman who worked in um as a bartender and so one day she's working and guy comes to the bar and she's not really busy so she starts chatting him up and she's like, oh, why are you looking so sad, blah, 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 sorry about, sorry, I'm like cleaning dust off of my desk, because that's how long I have not been back in Dover to clean, but anyway, um, she's talking to him, and she's like, hey, um, you know what's wrong, and he's like, oh, it's the 30th anniversary of when I left my, um, the love of my life or something like that and so he goes on and tells her the story about how he was with the girl 30 years ago and her parents didn't approve of her and one day after a date you know he drops her off at home and she just never contacts him ever again and so you know for months he tried to call her go to the over to her place they kept ignoring her until one day her mom um picks up the phone after he calls and uh she's like i never want to see you ever again in your entire life blah 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 so you know he's sitting there at the bar and telling her the story and she's like well you know have you tried looking her up on the internet and he's like no, and at the time, um, she said the story was occurring in the early 2010s and he was in his 50s, so I could understand that for sure. Now w- I'd be like, What? But back then, I definitely could have understood like a 50 year old not, you know, <laughs> looking someone up on the internet. <sighs> Philip, I'm recording. Okay, I actually meant to pause but i accidentally hit stop so whatever back to my story because i got interrupted by my brother he wanted to pet Penda. um shoot this is why i hate being distracted because i always forget oh yeah 50 year olds don't use internet so um she gets on facebook and she's like you know what's her name and she starts looking um the lady up because so they live in Canada and the lady lived in like a town over or something and so she just started looking for women with that name in that town and he finds um oh sorry she finds um the the woman and he's like wow I can't believe you found her and then the woman has a daughter and the daughter looks exactly like him the daughter looks exactly like him And when they look at her pictures and, you know, they kind of both come to the same kind of conclusion um, that, you know, she obviously got pregnant, parents found out, didn't want anything to do with him. And so they just cut him out of their lives and she raised her daughter on her own, which is crazy when you really sit back and think about it, because why would you deny Why would you purposefully deny your child a second parent? And it's not like it's impossible for single parents to raise children, you know, I I guess whatever you want to call it the right way. Um, Millions of parents do it every year around the world, you know what I'm saying? But we still are what we are, and the status quo, is that, you know, two parents is, is, is the standard, and they've done multiple studies on the psychology of children who are raised, you know, in single parent households, and, you know, if you compare, and this is really comparing healthy households, we're not talking about, like, a a single household that's healthy, and then a two-parent household that's abusive let's say we're comparing two healthy households they've done the psychology psychological comparison and you know having two parents really does benefit a child um because society teaches children that they they should have two parents at the very least if not a mommy and daddy at least two mommies two daddies two guardians you know what i'm saying um because just if you think about the way humans operate, we operate as social creatures, and that means that we always want to be paired up with something or someone, you know what I'm saying? Um, Obviously, this is not the sentiment that is shared by everyone, i.e. me, I'm not, I, I don't care if I'm not partnered ever in my life, I, it is what it is, you know, I'm partnered with Jesus, Okay. And I'm partnered to the bag, the hustle. That's who I'm partnered with. Hallelujah. But, um, yeah, not, you know, most people, if you ask them what they see, um, in their future, they're always going to mention marriage or at least, you know, someone to kick it with until, you know, they meet the maker. So, um, (coughs) back to the story, I think that's absolutely insane, uh, that they completely denied her an, an entire part of her identity, which is another thing too, you know what I'm saying? Um, outside of the fact that, you know, parents playing an active role, uh, positively benefits the psychology, uh, the psyche of a child, when people grow older, they want to know why they operate the way they do. And oftentimes, you know, it is a byproduct of you know our genetic makeup. Um, I I'm I personally believe that um, personalities are partly genetic. As oops, sorry, are partly genetic as much as they are like environmental. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm a sassy queen because I had to survive out in the streets of the dirty D. <laughs> but you know who else is sassy? My mom is super sassy. Um, my my grandma is super sassy. You know, lots of women in my family. Even the men, you know, guilty, guilty. They're sassy. Um, I feel like just Africans as a whole. We're very sassy people. If you think about it, now I'm about to change to another topic. Um, that's the topic changing sound from now on. If you meet an African, even the men, they are so sassy. They are so sassy. Like, um, <laughs> the why are you running? Why are you running? Like, if you watch the movie, and cause, so I knew about the movie before that thing became like a viral meme um in western media the why are you running and if you watch the whole thing he is so sassy like they're meeting each other at each other's sass you know what i'm saying but i feel like that's just the flavor that we as africans bring you know what i'm saying um even even when we're sad um There's a little, there's a little, there's a little to it. I I don't know how to explain it. The, there's that one. (laughs) My favorite one currently. What does he say? Um, the the something is something, but we can manage our onga. I don't know why that stuff is so funny to me. We have reached capacity. that wasn't even supposed to be funny. That wasn't even supposed to be a meme. The man was crying because the hospitals were at capacity and people were dying left and right from COVID. But here we are years later using it as a meme. But I'll tell you what, I just signed up for my last semester of school. So if you think the episodes are less frequent now, I don't know, but when I'm in school, I'm a lot more disciplined about, like, recording and stuff, because I don't go out as much, and I'm spending more time on my computer when it's not work, so maybe I will be recording more when I'm in, like, school, back in school, because this year, I'm not gonna lie, y'all, I've been outside, another topic change, I've been outside, like, outside, like, since January, um, I don't think (coughs) there have been many months this year that I have not traveled. Uh, Yeah, January, I went to Minneapolis. February, I went to uh, New Orleans. March, I went to Florida. And of course, yes, I work in aviation, but I'm not a pilot so i don't get to fly as frequently as they do and also it's not as fun when you're like flying for work as much as it is for leisure i could be wrong you know if any of my pilot friends are listening to this and you disagree um i guess just text me (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no i don't even know if i told you guys I just came back from uh, Las Vegas for my birthday last week. And then two weeks before that, I went to Cancun for a wedding. I'm not sure if I told you guys about any of that. Well, obviously I didn't tell you about Las Vegas. But I'm trying to... No, I definitely did not tell you about the wedding. I don't even know why I'm acting like I haven't recorded in months. But anyway, the wedding vibe. Everything was a vibe but the weather. I did not know that Mexico was so humid. Like, I was prepared, but I wasn't. Like, I brought the airy clothes. I had you know, like three setting sprays and, and two different primers. Prep, And I was still just sweating. Like, I'm pretty sure we were close to the first level of Dante's Inferno. It was just that humid. And had the audacity to be more humid in the evening time than during the day. That ceremony, we were taking turns sitting in the shade because it was like part of where the, are we called congregants? (laughs) Audience? (laughs) audience. (laughs) I don't know what to call us. But part of where the family and friends, whatever we're called, were sitting. It was shaded. Part of it was shaded. Now, we got there a little bit later, and so everybody took all the shaded seats, and so part of our row was in the sun, and we were taking turns, like, like, trying to sit in the, sh- it was just, it was too, it was too much, but let me tell you something right now, from the moment that you get to the resort, they're like, Tequila? <laughs> and who am i to say no hmm <clears throat> who am i to say no i mean it's 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 on the house and and they do it just so enthusiastically um so the routine when we were in mexico is like you wake up and then you know um, you, you shower, brush your teeth, whatever you have you, and then me, my room, I had a swim up, I had swim, so, like, as soon as you walk out, like, where the balcony doors are, is the pool, so, of course, my first outfit of the day is a bikini, then I go in there, maybe I have a little drinky drink, because, again, There's really no mini bar. Everything is all inclusive. So we got some alky in the fridge. Breakfast and maybe a beer. I don't know. Sometimes we would wake up after everybody. They already went to brunch. They would come back with some mimosas. so Sometimes I would have mimosas for breakfast. In the pool. That john was lit. It was fire. Anyway. The first night that we were there there was like an all-white party i already landed late as usual i don't know why i have such bad luck with flights i either always miss events or i'm late to events because of my flights last not last year but the year before last i went to miami for carnival missed carnival because i was actually flying in the night before but all flights to Florida were canceled because there's like, just convective activity all night. We get on the first flight to Miami. We get to Miami, get ready and everything. Get to the event area. And it ended. And I was like, hold on. I thought this was an all day affair. But anyway, back to Cancun. I got stuck in Miami for Cancun, too. Oh, my gosh. This is why I need to do more direct flights. But anyway, um... And keep this in mind for the Las Vegas story, too. So, and also I apologize for the constant throat clearing. I am um, recovering from COVID. And I am thoroughly debating whether I want to go into the office tomorrow. You know what? No, I want to go in the office. Because I want to show them that I actually want to work here. And uh, not just because I have a fat bonus on the other side of this December. If I look like I'm a team player. <laughs> oh man, when I tell you I'm a yes sir and yes ma'am because that bonus check finna change my life. We'll see, we'll see. But anyway, back to Cancun. On this, on the way to the white party and oh my gosh i don't even know why i i purchased podcast equipment like my adhd just has me everywhere i don't even know how you guys like enjoy listening to me because the conversations just jump like in an instant but you know what like the pilots say after a bad landing you're still alive though so i mean I, i still go back to the story though you know what i'm saying anyway we get on they have like um electric uh golf carts to transport us around the resort because the resort is mad huge and then we get on um we we're about to get on this cart and these these two ladies i always want to say girls but i keep forgetting i'm like 25 (laughs) and funny enough today at dinner with my friends i was like um I don't know why people want me to get married. I'm literally a 25-year-old child. And to be honest, when I was 17, I made it up in my mind that I will never consider myself an adult until I'm like 35. Honestly, 35, maybe pushing 40. Um, I just have so much of a... Yes, I'm mature in, in certain aspects, senses, whatever, but me in it just stripped down no mask involved and and all that i am a basic adolescent i i literally for fun like today i had i had a friend come over to my apartment and the first thing that he sees as he walks in of course is my apartment but i'm watching it at an Eddy, you know what i'm saying like okay yes adults watch cartoons but do adults watch Ed, Ed and Eddie still? Because uh, I feel like that's a bit childish, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like once you're in your mid-20s, you're either watching, like, adult cartoons or, like, strictly anime or, like, a combination of both. Like, you're not... Like, I every October, and I've already started, I go through a whole Scooby-Doo phase. I don't like the live actions as much... I don't know why. Because one, the live actions are ten out of ten, and I absolutely love the cast. But something about oh my gosh, something about like just the Halloween. Maybe it's because it's a little too scary. Like it's a little too real for me. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Anyway, um, back to Cancun. So I meet these two ladies. And they're going to a restaurant on the way to where we're having the white party. And so, you know, we start chatting each other up and we think that's that, right? On our way back to our rooms, my friend and I, funny enough, the same friend that came over today. We stop by a bar and we're like, let's just do one, um, a quick nightcap, right? We walk in, we meet the ladies again. And I swear on everything i love i've seen the both of them on tv somewhere like maybe there's just a lot of similar looking people in england but i swear on everything i love which is actually not a lot and one of them is actually just like lying here on the on the bed breathing mad hard but i thought that they're like on love island or something because okay first of all they're both british and they were like, "Nor, nor babes, nor I'm just a nurse." And I was like, "Nor, nor, nor. I've seen you somewhere." <laughs> yo, yo, nah. They were fired though. They're really pretty, and funny enough, on our last like full night before we left the next morning um we somehow ended up finding each other on the resort and i spent the one more nightcap with them and that was pretty cool because we went to some dude's like room well he had really a suite and he had like a bottle of champagne and he just gifted it to us and i was like oh Okay. I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. I'm not going to argue with that. Um, Also, (laughs) um, I just did the way. It's the way you act, act, act. (laughs) My friends and I had been doing that all dinner. (laughs) So funny. Excuse me. But, um, Cancun water. Listen, the Atlantic Ocean below the mason dixon i don't know what's what's up with it that water was salty okay (laughs) so i have a friend and she when right before she um got to college she was like one of those like types of athletes that was about to become an olympian and her sport was swimming She was literally about to become an Olympic, um, level swimmer, like actually compete for the USA. But, um, what's her name? Katie, Katie something ended up beating her. Just, just so crazy to me. I'm just surrounded by cool ass people. (laughs) But anyway, um, (laughs) we did this catamaran cruise from, um, our, uh, like Playa del Carmen to like I forget. I think it was an island maybe. I'm not sure. Either way, we dock there and they're like, Yo, you guys wanna go swimming? Me I took three lessons <laughs> back in June. I was very determined to actually learn how to swim. I was going every day, but then I had to move to Virginia for work. And um the first weekend that I missed, I was moving. The second weekend that I missed, I was going to a festival. Now I didn't know that it was only five lessons. I thought it was like six or more, um, especially for the amount of money that paid. And so I get back, and I'm looking at the email. I'm like, mm, I wonder when the next classes. And they're like, I look at the calendar, and it's like over. And I'm like, oh, dude. Anyway, back to Cancun. I can't swim. Still, <laughs> well, here's the thing: I can float. I just cannot tread water. I can move in the water. I got the technique down. But something about the 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 they say, they say you like you 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 bat your wings and then you you do the egg the egg whisk with your with your legs. I can't. I cannot get my brain. Just cannot. You know how it's like pat your head and rub your tummy. I can do that. But I cannot tread water, which is insanity. Either way, this is very relevant to the story. It's relevant because everyone was making fun of me for grabbing the life vest first. Because most of everybody who went swimming is already um, a, a seasoned swimmer. I don't know how to their the experience clearly. But as soon as we all reached that water and we tasted it, oh lord. Everyone who didn't have a life vest on literally swam back to the boat, grabbed a life vest, and we all just floated around the boat. No swimming. We barely even talked to each other. We were just trying to keep that salt water out of our mouths. Lord have mercy. My eyes were probably bloodshot red. Okay. Great heavens. So at some point, I forget where the swimming fits in the story I think we swam after we ate but when we had gone to the island yeah yeah yeah, we swam after we ate when we got to the island or whatever I don't even know where we were guys I I was just going wherever people were telling me signing waivers people were telling me to sign you know what I'm saying I was just there and I was just going with the flow and that's exactly what I did in Vegas too and that's a story that's coming up so when we're, we're walking up the dock. I don't know why. I do not know why. This couple comes up to me with a straight face. Actually, not with a straight face, but smiling. The woman is like, hello, do you smoke weed? (laughs) And mind you, whole boat, whole boat with an exception of like maybe five people is black, right? But they didn't stop, not a single one of them, but me. I don't know what type of profiling that was, but I felt it that day. I felt it. I I absolutely felt it, okay? Wow. Is it because I have locks? Because I have what you perceive as dreads, huh? you think you that that's that that's that that that's why that's why you you asked me if i wow i can't even speak that's crazy anyway i trying to remember what else interesting happened in cancun the water is really clear and also, I got to meet all my guy friends, um, partners, which was really cool because they're all beautiful, and really sweet, and um, I felt like a proud mom moment, you know, like a oh, look, look at my boys, <laughs> because I mean, yes, they're older than me, but like seeing them grow from like college, even though they they like graduated my first year but like I worked in the department and so I got to see a lot of their lives outside of school and stuff like that and just seeing them grow you know from college kids to like now like you know being professionals and married and all that good stuff like oh oh my god <laughs> one of my friends is already a parent too oh my Wow, I'm getting old I say that after already just calling myself a 25 year old child (laughs) You know what I want to say what I'm manifesting But every time I do someone, Someone throws some bad juju my way I swear That's why I have stopped announcing anything like, I haven't, I, I don't announce when I get a new job, when I start school, n- nothing. Because the last time I made a manifestation in public, I got my car accident. No joke. You're probably thinking, I mean, what's, what's that got to do with each other? A lot, to me. I don't know. But, you know what? I'm not afraid because my Jesus has me covered and protected. And and girl, why did I look at Pendo? Because I heard something creaking and it's my fat ass creaking in this chair. Wow. Anyway, like I was saying, I am not afraid to take a stand. Everybody come take my (laughs) <laughs> uh, i'm in them um, but anyway as i was saying um yeah I, I gotta stop being fearful of that stuff so let me like stop moving because jesus anyway um now that i'm in proximity to dc because really i'm like 20 25 miles away but it's basically like a suburb of dc because that's how i'm major metropolitan areas are anyway um i'm saying all that to say i now have a goal of being in D.C. 30 under 30 whoop 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 we'll see i mean excuse me i just burped if it happens hell yeah if it doesn't happen I'm still gonna end up on some sort of list <laughs> um hopefully a good one um yeah, knock on wood about that one. um, uh, I'm not trying to be on the most wanted list. I'll tell you that, okay. The only list that I'm gonna be on is ordained by God. Thank you <laughs> now let's uh, fast forward to las Vegas, so um initially we were supposed to leave at like six and on a direct flight but i think they got rid of that flight and they changed the itinerary for my friend and i to like eight in the morning and we both had plans to to do and so that was not gonna work out for us and i remember texting me saying i'm gonna kill you penny and i was just thinking to myself girl relax we're gonna make it down sheesh and mind you the flight that we did end up taking it ended up being an, um a layover which was a really quick layover but by the time we got to las vegas it was the next day and i asked them if they could like comp or like return me that first night and they're like oh sorry it's your responsibility to get here and blah 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 so that was an L. Um, but that was the only L I took, really, because I paid for the entire trip basically like months ago. So really it was a free trip. <laughs> but anyway, um when uh we got to where did we get to? I think we had a layover in Orlando and we ordered a tequila shot, but they gave it to us in a champagne flute. And the the glass was, like, filled to the brim. And I was like, ma'am <laughs> I was like, whoa. Mind you, we had already taken a shot and had a margarita when we got to the airport in Philly. When I tell you I was knocked out. On the flight, it's not even funny. Mind you, I had a middle seat. I had a middle seat. But (laughs) a couple years ago, my friend and I, Precious, we were on FaceTime. And I was playing around with my mom's neck pillow because she she sleeps with one. Because she always gets her hair done a specific way. And to avoid her hair getting messed up, she sleeps on the neck. I feel like only black women will understand, or people who, like, you know, non-black people who get perms, like, when you have it set a certain way, when you have it curled a certain way, and it's hairsprayed and everything, um, even just wearing, like, a scarf is gonna mess it up, but anyway, back to me and Precious on FaceTime, I put the neck pillow around to the front, like, you know, where the... I don't want to call it the meat part, but the part that's not open where, like, you lay your head. I put that under my chin. <laughs> For some reason, it was just so funny to her. She even took a screenshot of it and and everything. Because we were like, oh, that is such a weird way to fall asleep. But then I realized that it's actually very practical when you're sitting in the middle seat. Because if your head falls forward... It falls onto the pillow and to the side as well. And then on the back, you already have some padding from the airplane seat. So anyway, back to Vegas. That's what I did. I turned it around. I turned the pillow around. Late in the midnight hour, Penny turned it around. So, So, um we got to Vegas at like 11 something and we missed the window for us to get to this one club that, um, we were on the guest list for. And so we went there and we thought we were going to be able to use our Delaware chart. What was that? What was There was this one thing that they were saying, oh, just because you're a Delaware 10 does not mean you're a Miami 10, (laughs) but that's actually very valid for Vegas. However, um, I think we would have been able to get in had it not been for the fact that I could tell that some of the managers were like out front, you know what I'm saying? Um, had it just been like security, I think they would have let us in because we were already on the guest list and People were, like, leaving around the time we got there. So, it was, like, I mean, you can cry capacity all you want, but there are people leaving right now. Anyway, we ended up not going because it was $37 for a cover charge. And I was, like, oh, baby, first of all, I don't even pay for my drinks. You want me to pay a cover charge? And you want me to pay a $37 one at that? Um, Absolutely not. And so... We ended up just finding a bar in the hotel, doing a quick um, nightcap, walked to a Taco Bell that was like 24 hours, got some tacos, went back to our hotel, slept, next morning we wake up, I think we went to Area 15, yes. And it was pretty cool. It's the one where, like, uh, you're in, like, a grocery store. And there's, like, different hidden entrances and stuff like that. Um, was it worth the money? I don't think so. But maybe if, like, I bought some trinkets and stuff, it would have been. But um, it's basically just a museum of lights. And, like, optical illusions. Which, I mean, if that's your thing, sure. But I don't think it's, like... $60 worth of <laughs> I, I don't even remember how much the ticket was but either way I'm, yeah um, and then we went to um, Adekunle's um concert in the House of Blues that was pretty tight um, I got to be in the front oh my gosh I remember when I finally got to like the front of the stage I'm standing there some woman pushes past me whips her hair and her braids slap me in the face and I was like I was just like you know what I'm just gonna count my blessings that I even made it up here and I'm not gonna make a big stink about it because he was definitely making googly eyes at me the whole time and not really like singing to anybody but me so I mean a win is a win (laughs) and to that lady it's the way you act I need to stop doing that, um, <clears throat> and then for ride it. sorry, <clears throat> Thursday, after, Thursday, after the concert, we go to a club, mm, mm, mm. big money, mm, mm, mm. blow money, mm, mm, mm. um, you know, I get near white girl wasted, but, um, at some point, we get a free high noon, and I put it in my purse, and I decided to sacrifice my phone for the high noon, but I was also carrying my friend's portable charger that is the exact same size as my phone, and I have one of those, um cases that is also a wallet so the thickness of the charger it just felt so right I went to the bathroom right before we left left my phone in the bathroom we get to the hotel I realized as soon as we get to the hotel door left my phone I start running drunkenly towards back to the uber my friends are like it's in the club it's in the club I'm like I I actually don't articulate this but I know in my head that's in the club I just wanted to get the uber to, quickly to see if they can just take us back because it would have taken longer to reorder an uber they think I'm just chasing because I'm saying the uber the uber they think I'm saying my phone isn't the uber and maybe I was but I was what I really meant was the uber I need the uber because that had happened to me before when I went to Kansas. I I totally forgot this whole thing when I finish this Las Vegas story, I will tell you about Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, my goodness. So, anyway, um, they, of course, are like, you stay here. And, you know, they leave me in the hotel room. At some point, I undress myself. I go and I use the toilet. But I have this very bad habit. <laughs> when I am inebriated, I will fall asleep. So they come back to the hotel room and they thought that I was gone and they start to get angry until they come into the bathroom and they see me. I had fallen asleep on the toilet. Um, I had also foiled their plans of timing their DoorDash order, you know, accurately, correctly because they had to return back to the hotel to rit- not the club to retrieve my phone so i mean that was fun and that was on my actual birthday and i feel like i kind of deserved that you know just to like be taken care of for once you know what i'm saying it wasn't nothing like crazy but like yeah funny enough the next day not the next day but on on the day that we went atv writing our um tour guide left one of his phones at the location for the pickup, and he was sober. So, just saying. Um, <laughs> Friday was really a vibe, because we went to a day party. Never been to one of those, but I'd always wanted to be one. You know, when you're, like, standing at the DJ, next to the DJ booth, and then, you know, the song like, bah, 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 and then the smoke comes out and everything after experience that that was really cool um but when we were standing in line there were these three white girls they were kind of like matching two were wearing like a bathing suit top type of thing um and then matching pink bikini bottoms and then the third was wearing just um all pink bikini but she had a birthday girl sash so obviously we're like oh it's our birthday too. happy birthday blah 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 we start chatting they start showing us their freshly pierced like like nipples i mean freshly tatted like but and i'm like first of all hot second um the bacterial potential bacterial infections that may come out of this i don't know I don't know you know what i'm saying um so yeah so that's that's that um but anyway we ended up um like really clicking vibing and you know spent the entire day together they ended up getting us into a section even though we had already found a section but they found a better section that had like out it was like a cabana but right outside of the cabana was a hot tub And that was the only time that I really got into a hot tub because I could actually, like, the hot tub on the other side was glass. So, I was like, hmm, I can actually see if, like, there's, like, dirt floating around. I'm not really big on hot tubs because they're, like, you know, playing grounds for, like, bacteria and stuff like that. Anyway, those girls were super cool. One of them is a pilot. And that's, you know, the most I'm going to say about that because I've already revealed so much and, you know, um yeah so I mean there's not a lot of female pilots out there but that's that's all I'm gonna say (laughs) I mean I'm a pilot (laughs) but you know that was pretty cool connecting off of that it was so random like when we say as pilots say that you know it's a small world it's a really freaking small world like how do you randomly well I mean some of the hotels that we were the hotel we were staring at um had um they had their Delta crew overnighting there. And it was a four-and-a-half-star um, hotel. I was like, whoa. Now I see why everybody want to go work for Delta. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, just, like, on the partying side, like, what? Like, ended up just randomly meeting uh, another, not just a pilot, but another woman pilot. And then, like, yeah, they were, that was actually... Out of all the activities that we did, I think that was probably my favorite. Because, like, we got free food, free drinks, and just, it was, like, the vibes were super immaculate. I'm trying to think. Actually, the whole day. Because that night, we went to see Usher. And that, oh my god. He has this one stripper performer, and she was just absolutely insane. He was um singing. I don't even remember. Why is the name not coming to either way? Everybody is clapping, but she's clapping her legs upside down on the pole. I wish you guys could see my face right now. Is that not the coolest thing ever? Like, wow. Wow. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no. That day was definitely my favorite. Um, And, well, I don't want to say one day was more favorite than the other. But Saturday, we did get the runaround a lot. Because we went ATV riding in the morning. which um, ATV riding is a lot of work. If you're not like like if you if you're like a passenger princess type of like you're not outdoorsy in the slightest, you will hate aTV riding um but after ATV riding we go get ready because we're gonna go to another day party, we get to the location they're like, oh, we're not letting anybody in, and we're standing in line. everybody they're not letting in. We're all black. The group that they let in was a white couple. And I was like, hmm. Okay. All right. Anyway, another ironic thing. There's this group of beautiful ladies standing right in front of us. And, you know, we start, like, talking in agreement about how this is basically racist. And I don't know how we even found out that we are no they were speaking Swahili and I was like you guys speak Swahili and they were like yeah and I was like no way me too and they were like oh we're from Uganda one of them was from Kenya and I was like no freaking way I was like this is just so much irony and mind you they're from like the D.C. area too, and I was like, "Whoa!" I know there's a lot of East Africans in the Maryland, the D.M.V. area, should I say? But that was just so much irony. So either way, um, after that we go to um, this Ferris wheel called the High Roller, um, where it's basically um like a all you can drink happy hour type of thing for an hour on a ferris wheel we get there and one of my friends she buys her ticket and then we're she's about to walk past the line and I'm like oh man i'm sorry you can't wear that because we just came from a day party so we just have bikinis and cover-ups and I'm like oh man i'm sorry you can't wear that to the and we're like you couldn't have said that before we got on this frigging we paid for the what so that was another ordeal in itself so i mean yeah it mm, it should have been yeah but anyway after that we just went back got ready for dinner dinner was pretty good and then after dinner we went to another club got in for free because we're And then, you know, of course, drinks were flowing. We ended up in this one section because this one dude was filling me. And, you know, we're dancing. And at some point. (laughs) Yo, I am too weak. So it's just a bunch of like bachelor black men. Right. Like you can tell they're like, I don't want to call them squares, but you can tell and this is why you can tell because at some point he kicks us out and then leads uh, some random white girls into the section and I was like hmm and it's not like we weren't like interacting with them like we weren't having conversation mind you he'd had a conversation with my friends but um, maybe they were supposed to be there um the white girls maybe they they were already I don't want to say purchased but- they had already been requested and that's just the time that they got there but um, yeah that was interesting that was very very interesting I feel like it's more so the latter not like he was racist or anything because he was making conversation, not racist anti-black because he was making conversations with my friends and was was friendly but it was just the way he politely was like yeah sorry guys you gotta, leave, you gotta go and I was like oh okay sheesh totally forgot to mention Mm. some good water um the club that i went to um on thursday freaking out of nowhere Polly d shows up behind the dj booth and it's just like rocking and i'm like what what didn't even know like Um, And we were checking before we went to the clubs, like, who was going to be performing and all that stuff. And it's freaking Pauly D. And he was really good, actually. And I was like, oh, Jersey Shore. Ooh. uh." (laughs) But, yeah. Yeah, no. That was. Oh. The reason why I said always take nonstop is because we took another layover flight back to Philly through atlanta and they left my friend's bag in atlanta we get to philly the carousel turns on everybody collects their bags and leave we're like what we go to the spirit um baggage claim thing and like oh yeah they left it in atlanta and i was like bro what huh and it's not like we were the only people coming from vegas that did the vegas atlanta philly thing but why did they leave and mind you it wasn't just her there's another lady that they left her bag and I think some other people like maybe two other people and I was like what (sighs) that was oh gosh now let's rewind back um a week to um October 1st uh I go to Kansas actually before October 1st uh I had gotten tickets on standby. And something told me to look then a couple of nights before I left. I was supposed to leave. And I had originally been on like, <clears throat> um, I think I'd been on like number three for standby. I go and I look and the available space is at like a negative two. Meaning that not only is this flight completely booked, now there's two people ahead of you. Who have higher priority on the standby list? I'm like, oh my god. So I go and I'm like trying to find other flights to switch into, and the next day at work, I am stressed. I cannot miss this concert. I mean, I mean, I no, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, I could not miss this concert. Yes, granted, I've seen it already, um, and these seats weren't as good, but I just wanted to be there for the final one, okay? I, w- I needed to see the big three in person, okay? And I did, and it was that good. So, I ended up buying, you know, discounted ticket because I work for the airline. Uh, and that was a whole thing in itself i almost left that day after work because my assistant manager she was like girl i don't know what to tell you it's either you leave tonight or you just don't go at all because yes there were flights available that sunday the day of the concert but i didn't want to risk it especially you know with the summer weather and everything so i buy my ticket and i actually got an actual flight get to kansas city and the uber is of course super expensive I pay, like, 80 bucks to go, like, 20 minutes, I'm like, you know what, whatever, I just want to get into a bed, go to sleep the next day, go to brunch, explore the city a little, it's cute, I mean, it's really nothing to write home about, um, you know, I, I'm not really sure what the appeal is, um, unless, you know, there's a, a, a large industry of something out in Kansas City, Missouri, but, um, I asked multiple Uber drivers what Kansas City is known for. They said barbecue. I don't think that people are making high-rise money from barbecue. Um, But, you know, AMC is headquartered there. And I'm pretty sure that's why, you know, Beyonce decided to have the last concert there. And I'm pretty sure that that was confirmed as well because they were doing last-minute agreements um, for the film. And maybe, you know, AMC was like, yeah, uh, we would love for you to have the last concert here. as like a memorial, whatever. Either way, that was a horrible decision, um, primarily because of this. Uh, Getting there was really not a problem. It was getting out. Um, And funny enough, before I even get to that, I ended up on the news. I ended up on their news uh, because... when we were walking up to the line mind you we got there like four because we thought that we were going to be able to like get upgrades <clears throat> if you we were like when i tell you i was like <laughs> like five people behind the gate um when they first opened but we thought that we, if we got there we had better chances of getting upgrades everywhere we went no upgrades it was sold out sold out i i mean not a seat was not filled it was insanity but anyway ended up on the news because at some point while we're standing in line i see a camera and you know camera guy and i'm just making googly eyes at it you know trying to just being funny at some point the reporter sees me and she beckons me to her and she's like would you like to do an interview and I'm like I mean the camera clearly loves me and uh just saw my potential what I didn't expect was them to use the entire interview in the news clip I thought that they were just gonna do some sound bites here and there but no like from beginning to end I mean, and and of course, it wasn't like the whole time you see Penny, Penny's face and hear my voice. But it truly felt like I carried that segment. You know what I'm saying? They even quoted me in the YouTube because I went to look it up like Beyonce, Kansas City. And when you click the video in YouTube, it's a quote. It's my quote (laughs) because I said it's one of a kind. And that's the title of the um, video if you guys want to look it up. Anyway, the concert amazing. The Big 3 amazing. Um at some point we had seen some empty seats because it was getting close to when we thought the um concert was going to start, which it started at around like 10. And we thought that it was because, you know, colored people time, but found out it was because of traffic because Kansas City um very big town um and i'm talking about like uh size-wise compared to other metropolitan cities um however the infrastructure is still lacking and so they only had like a two-lane road to get people in and out of the stadium uh, which is 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 really crazy to me like if you have a stadium of that capacity you should have multiple entrances like that is really insane because there's two stadiums next year well there's the stadium football stadium and then I think what I'm assuming is um soccer or baseball but there's there I don't remember if they're connected and if they are then there's really only like two entrances And maybe I could be mistaken, but that was definitely the reason why she started the concert late, because majority of the fans had not even made it to the stadium by the time the concert was starting, supposed to start, which usually starts an hour late at like nine. So it got to like nine (coughs) and there's some like seats in like some rows, like 20 rows ahead of us. So we go and sit there because we're like, oh, it's like probably empty and start chatting up this woman and um her friend and they're like oh have you seen her before um she's starting kind of late and we were like oh yeah she usually starts you know mad late not expecting the concert to start at like sorry i'm really rubbing my eyes they're so dry not expecting her to have started the concert at 10 um and so she's like well i hope she starts soon because We have to drive back to Iowa, I think, and that was a three-hour drive, and they had work at seven in the morning, and I was like, what? Huh? Let me tell you something, I love Beyonce down, love her down, but um, had this not been an actual weekend trip... Because I had to do the same thing with the tickets for my trip back. Because, of course, everybody's trying to leave this crazy ass city. At the same time, all the flights are booking up. I had to buy my ticket again. But anyway, um, leaving the stadium was horrendous. We had to walk beyond the parking lot onto, like, this, like, kind of like a highway but not like a major highway like a just a two lane road and so across the street there's like Taco Bell and there's a um gas station and there's like hundreds of people just out here and we're all trying to order ubers and stuff like that none are coming but there's like cars that are like coming and parking next to us and like yo you know, we'll, we'll take you, we're driving downtown, we'll take you for a hundred dollars a person, I'm like, whoa, and so I was tired, I was exhausted, um, because it was, like, past midnight when she ended the concert, because it's at least three hours, and so, um, I fell asleep on the grass, and I'm like, yo, wake me up when the Uber Javert arrives, I wake up maybe, like, 30 minutes later, and there's a woman, like, screaming into a telephone, and clearly, at some point, context clues, she's talking to 911, she's like, there's hundreds of people out here, stranded, why didn't the city prepare for this, why, uh, um, are there no, uh, available, is there no available public transportation, and, I mean, she's just going in on them, and I'm like, rightfully so, because, <laughs> if i'm not mistaken like he even here in dover we host uh the firefly festival and if i'm not mistaken the uh, local government you know is um they have an agreement with um public transport you know to allow certain buses to operate certain areas and to um operate extended times you know for festival goers and stuff like that so the fact that they didn't have an option like that and mind you she asked like when's the next bus um gonna be available she was like five in the morning i was like whoa so at some point there's this lady god thank you jesus she pulls up and um she's like 150 i'll take you to um your hotel and our hotel was opposite of downtown, um because we got a hotel a little bit closer to the stadium. Oh excuse me. And so um when we get to, um, uh actually she said one fifty. So there was three of us, um me, my friend, and um his his friend. That he um actually had just met. He's so cute. But anyway, um and we had started talking to these two girls, and so they were like, you know what, we'll just get into whatever car that we can afford, so we can get out of here, so we can actually order an Uber, because at that location, Uber and Lyft, nothing was getting through, you know, because it was just such high demand, and so, um, you know, on the way, they were like, you know, it's okay, we'll just, um, get to your hotel, and we'll just stay there, um, and order our Uber, and we'll just go, um, back to our hotel, so we get to our hotel, and pay this lady $150, just to go, like, 20 minutes, which is insanity, but, and this is why I say never again, and I'm so glad that I, um, have now turned, a. Uh, 25 because I can now. I mean, yes, I'm still a 25 year old child, but at least now I can. Um, um, what can I do? I can rent cars, yeah, Pendle. Uh- Man, I'm recording another one. Oh, I can't. won't let me you know. say just say hello, they can hear you from here. Hello, audience. Okay. Panda, camp bed. You know, everybody, uh, what was his name? Chris. What? The guy who played Chris from Everybody Hates Chris. Yeah? He's going to UD tomorrow. Okay. I'm not going, Chris. What are you wearing? A skirt. Okay. And a sweater. Okay. Panda. Panda. yeah. That's why I came here for your wig. Can I finish recording first? Okay. Oh, are you here for tomorrow? No, but I can give you the wig. Oh, no, you can just give it to me. Just throw it at my face in the morning or something. Okay. All right. Penda, I need you in this bed right now. Okay, I see you in the morning, Penda. Good night. Bed. Can you close the door, please? Yeah. I'll give you a kiss. Do you see what I have to go through? And I'm already like past like my usual 30 minute time. And maybe it's because I just had a lot to talk about for these trips. Um, but anyway, when I get to the airport to leave, um, actually I had to buy the ticket at the airport because initially, oh my gosh. Tell me why I left my phone in the Lyft driver's um, car and it took my friend and I forever to get in contact with him. (laughs) Literally had to pay $20 just to get his number to call him and I was like, this is such a scam, but whatever. Um so that was the first time I left my phone somewhere. <clears throat> as you can see, children, I am not obsessed I am not phone obsessed clearly <laughs> um but uh I made friends with one of the um customer service agents uh because you know he was trying to see you know if there was any flights available that I didn't have to buy. But anyway, while I'm sitting and I'm waiting for the flight that I actually bought, I see Beyonce's bodyguard walking past, and I don't know, something just impulsive in me just, I don't know, I just go up to him, and I'm like, hi, is it okay if I take a picture with you? He's like, oh, no, no, And I was like, oh, okay, no problem, thanks. And I go and I sit back, and the first thing that came to my mind was, he's Australian? Like, Oh, I don't know why this whole time, I was picturing him as like, not Australian. I, I I don't know. I I guess in my mind he was American. He doesn't look Australian, which I don't think there's like an Australian look. But whenever I think of Australians, I think of like you know, the surfer boy type of thing. But that's just the the cliche stereotype. Oh no. But anyway, wow, there is so much background noise, and I need to stop moving. Sorry. Um, yeah, man. I feel like I've just chatted y'all up enough. I am actually really tired, and I gotta wake up at, like, 5 in the morning, because I gotta go back to Virginia. So, uh, wish me luck, and, uh, safe driving. Well, you're not gonna hear this until I've gone. Da-da-da. But you know what I mean. But anyway, I'll talk to you guys later. And I really and I say this every episode. I'm really gonna try to be more disciplined about doing more recordings. But anyway, thank you. Bye. Oh wait, before I leave. The white girls that we met at that day party, one of them had a tattoo that said wild wild and then i think um my friend hers says wild ones and i took a picture of both of their butts because they had wild on it and they connected off of that so that was pretty cool but anyway bye